Hello friends, welcome to the Made You Smile podcast. I'm Melinda. And I'm Carrie. And we're here to make you smile. It's in the name. Hope you enjoy. You know how a few weeks ago we had a segment on This Bugs Me? I got another I got another segment. Okay, I'm going to eat these I, M&M's. You eat the M&M's. Okay. Chocolate helps me think through things. You want some M&M's? Yeah, I need to think. Okay. Let me have some. Yeah. I love that sound too. Y'all hear this? I know. It's M&M's. M&M's are my favorite candy. Um, I remember when you were having a bad day, you'd get a magazine uh-huh. and a bag of M&M's. Amen. And I that st- could help cheer you up. I still do. I still do. a little do. bit. And a Diet Coke. So here's something that bugs me. I had, for breakfast, mm-hmm. I had Frosted Mini Wheats. And Look, why? Yeah, because... It was in the pantry, and I don't have any eggs, and I haven't started my low-carb, um, low-happiness diet. <laughs> That's what I like to, I like to, low-carb, low-happiness diet. Yeah. Uh, yet, you know, because it's still fairly soon after the holidays, and I have to gear up for it. But anyway, so I had, and here's what I do when I eat Frosted Mini Wheats. Mm-hmm. It's a process. People out there, if y'all eat them, you know. You have to take the time to turn over the frosted mini wheats so the frosting is facing up towards Upwards, you. Okay. So the nice sugary mm. joy is looking you in the face. Mm. It makes you smile. There's all that nice. Yeah. Uh, if you don't, mm. the milk will melt the frosting before you get to the end of the bowl. You may get yeah. two or three bites that have that good frosting on it, but yeah. by the end, you're just eating something that resembles cardboard. Blech. And it's like, why do it? Yeah, gross. So I, here I have a question for okay. the Frosty Mini Wheat people. Listen up. Who who makes Frost? I don't remember. Kellogg's. Kel- Mr. Kellogg's people. I have a question. Mm. Just divide the frosting. Why put it just on one side? Oh, like coat it. That way. Coat the whole thing. Coat the whole thing. And that way, I at least, on all of the cereal, yeah. get a bite of frosting. Now, it might be half as much because you're going to half a, half the amount of frosting on each side. You see what I'm saying? You're yeah. splitting the frosting. Okay. Instead of all on one side, you're splitting it to 50% on one side, 50% on the other. Or just use more frosting. So, Well, you would think, but yeah. that would add cost, and I understand if they want to keep their costs the same. Okay. And if you want to keep the calorie count the same and all of that stuff. Then you just eat fewer. But split the yeah. frosting. Now, I know you then have to go into... <laughs> no, I seriously... See, I put thought into yeah, this. Yeah, you do. You usually I, do. I know you have to go into the mechanics of, okay, we had a machine that ran it through one way and the frosting drops on one yeah, side. Now we have, have to figure to out flip how to flip them. But... Other like look at view this. it view it as a challenge. Look at this perfect M M&M. and M. Yeah, it, it didn't perfect. start out like it's not it just on one side. Out, is no, it? it's all over. There's like, a way to do this, Kellogg's people. Yeah, talk to the M M&M's and M's people. Yeah. They know how to do it. Oh my goodness! Y'all could have Shredded a communicate a communicate with M M&M. and <laughs> Communicate is that a word? I don't even know. But yeah, because they've coated this whole thing in chocolate shell. Right. And then they even managed to flip it back over to put an M on one side. So they've got this figured out. Y'all get together, um, M&M's people. I'm sure they wouldn't mind visiting with y'all. It would make my day. Yeah. First of all, it would be it would help me save time. Sure. Because it takes time to flip, flip all those. Flip all those little. Right. Right. Yeah. And I wouldn't be quite as angry when I pour out your cereal. Blech. 
I cannot eat. <gasps> Don't say blood. Blech. It really is good if no, you take one bite with the frosting. <laughs> Here's why. <laughs> Here's why. I can't do it because I can't eat anything fibrous. Like, I can't eat Triscuit. I can't eat coconut. And why? It's fiber. It's the it's the texture of oh, it. Okay. I'm a texture eater. And I have dreams. If you are a um, psychologist, I'm please, she's leaning away so I'm, she's I'm not too in my she's not crunching M&M, so I'm not crunching. Um, M&M's will forever be known as yum-yums in my house because my kids couldn't say M&M's because they said oh. yum-yums. I would say yum-yums. But I have these dreams that I'll, like, put a piece of gum in my mouth and the gum will, like, disintegrate into a bunch of different little pieces and I can't get it out of my mouth. Like, and then I gag and it's gross and it's just not good. And sometimes it's paper. And that's what shredded wheat tastes like to me is just shredded up paper. And I can't do. Well, I listen. Hey, Kellogg's people don't get your feelings hurt. I really like your cereal. I just think that, listen, make a meeting with the makers of Yum Yums, (laughs) otherwise known as M&M's. And also known as M&M's. And see how we can get this to happen, okay? Um, yeah. And then I'll really, once y'all make that happen, uh-huh. I'll come back on and really, really, really brag on y'all. Because I know. I kind of feel like there's other cereal, thing. too, that's coated with frosting on both sides. Like Frosted Flakes. Are those both sides? Or I, is that just I think one side? so. And what about, what about Honey Nut Cheerios? That's on it's both sides. It's all coated. Yeah. There's so, ways to coat things. And frosting is the right. takeaway from this segment. And of course, your your one your one customer out there mm-hmm. that has a listenership of fifty people really <laughs> on a good day <laughs> is really gonna use her her platform. pull my yeah. platform and my pull to make this happen. I'll let y'all know, listeners, stay tuned. Out there, yeah, I listen. There's so few of you, I could just email. <laughs> I could just email you <laughs> directly. I'll, I'll, I'll text. I'll text you when it happens. Because <laughs> you're all our friends anyway. just talking about last week about a little the fuzzy heads because you do you do the mops mops mothers of preschoolers program at my church and yeah brenna Mm -hmm. and my kids are (laughs) brenna's like why is my name being (gasps) thrown in there with no (laughs) there is no announcement (laughs) but my children have all three of them have gotten married recently and stuff and I may have fuzzy heads on the brain, mm-hmm. but one of Brenna's friends just had a baby, Aww. a little fuzzy head. And it made me think about when I had my kids, and something that we don't talk about, I don't know that you and I have talked about before. Mm-mm. I don't think so. But when I had my second one, yeah. Caleb, I had postpartum so bad. Really? Yeah. And I, I had it with that. Riley a little bit, but I didn't know. Yeah. You know, I didn't know what was what kind of going on, but with Caleb... Riley was only 20 months old when Caleb was born. Wow. And so I was feeling it. And Greg was a you know, new attorney. Yeah. You know, long days. days yeah. And mom's home a lot. And yeah. I 
I started losing a lot of weight. I lost 18 pounds very oh, quickly in about two weeks. <gasps> um, worried about my milk supply because yeah. I was nursing at the time, and it started going away. I and started this losing. This was Caleb. This was with your Caleb. second one. Yeah. Um, you can't rest quite as much when your second right. one comes home because yeah. you have your first yes. one to take care of. And I don't know. It hit me so hard. I could not find any joy. Mm. I couldn't, I was having panic attacks, Mm. big panic attacks. Wow. The only one that could kind of calm me down was Greg, uh, you know, because his mom was trying to come over and my mom worked full time, so she couldn't come over. Um, But I was getting help a little bit. But again, I didn't want to talk about it because everybody would come over and see the baby and how excited and you know you're supposed to feel this joy and this holding that fuzzy head Mm -hmm. and you're wondering why am I not feeling these things what I'm feeling is desperation exhaustion just empty and that must be Uh, so scary it's really scary I mean what you're the the place you go to really especially if you're not aware of postpartum you don't know what's going on you think Maybe I wasn't meant to be a mom. I mean, is this oh, the way I'm going to feel gosh. about children? I For mean, all of my life, I'm, yeah. You know, there's something wrong with me oh, because everybody's scary. telling me how yeah. wonderful this baby is. Yeah. And I mentally, I know that, mm-hmm. you know, but I was not feeling it. I can remember even having those horrible thoughts of I could just put the kids outside in the backyard and get some sleep for a little bit. You know, just that desperation. Never did, but I mean, you just went there and you're so exhausted and sick. And I had some infections after childbirth. But after... We've all, by the way, that those thoughts like that, sometimes people will hear that and think, oh my goodness, how could you think that? But we have all been at one point or another in our lives without sleep for long sleep depri- stretches of yeah, time deprivational and you don't understand until you have been in that position what your brain what that does to your brain when you have been without sleep for that long so mothers new moms are so vulnerable and, and nursing moms yes. which i'm big proponent of nursing you know, for my kids yeah. and but i'm a proponent of taking care of yourself yes. and what you need yep and there was no, when you're nursing, there's no one else that can care yeah. for that child, especially if you haven't got, you know, uh, if you're not really good at pumping yet, pumping. that's something yeah. that comes you know later. I mean, yeah. you have to learn how to do that. It's not necessarily easy for everybody, but I can remember those just awful, dark moments. I was so lonely mm. and you feel like the world's moving around you, but mm-hmm. you know, there's, you're, there's in, you're just, staying in place. You're yeah. staying in place. It yeah. was just a really bizarre feeling and what I wanted to so after that happened Mm -hmm. and we kind of identified the problem and the doctor got me on some antidepressant and things like that uh, and and stuff started improving when it came time to have my third child Mm. I was scared I was terrified that would happen again because I was seeing the I mean everything was great now and I had you know um, the two boys and it was wonderful but I was terrified of that going through that again uh, and we found a solution. There are solutions. Talk to your doctor, yeah. uh, especially if you've experienced postpartum before. Yep. What can we do to see? Because what it is and what I want every new mother out there to know and hear, mm-hmm. this is not, you're not a bad mother. Right. You're not a bad uh-huh. person. Uh-uh. You just had a chemical dump go on in your body. <laughs> yes. And for some reason, for some people, I think it's a, maybe it's a quicker 
unload of chemicals because I know the different oxytocin and different things, yeah, you know, happen after childbirth. Not everybody experiences it, yeah. But if you do, I can guarantee you it is chemical stuff that's going on in your body Absolutely. right now, and it has nothing to do with yeah. what kind of mother you're going to be, right. <laughs> yeah, or whether this is going to. It's not going to last forever. Yeah. No, it's not just the normal baby blues either. It can get into yes. a. You know, postpartum is something way beyond just baby blues. Yep. So I just wanted for the new mothers out there, and I know uh, I've, you know, there's been a couple of friends on Facebook that I've seen have gone through this. Yeah. And I've always re- reached out to them, yeah. private messaged them, and said, "Look, normal. Yeah. Uh, you're not alone. Yeah. And you need to ask for help, yeah. and you need to do it now. Don't wait, you know, and have someone immediately come over and hold the baby and take care of the baby, and you go out and talk to your doctor. Yeah. I just don't want you to think, especially sit there and beat uh, beat yourself up and feel like. Yeah, and yes. I think I, I I've not experienced that. I haven't I haven't been through that. I didn't I didn't have any sort of uh, the the most that I had was probably and I don't even remember which kid it was after, but it was a like for not very long at all maybe even half a day where I just cried and mm-hmm. cried uncontrolled it was the strangest thing and I didn't know why and I just couldn't stop crying and that was it and then it once it was over I felt a lot better actually mm-hmm. but I can't imagine for somebody that's going through something that's a little bit more long term in in the throes of depression it probably goes against everything there's probably two sides in you that are screaming at each other that that right. don't they keep colliding and because you have an instinct but you're this other thing is fighting against that it is it's just a weird as a thing. Mom. you see yeah. you also just see all this joy coming from everybody else over your yeah. baby and i remember i felt joy passing the baby over, over to, to someone somebody. You yeah. know, and it just doesn't yeah. feel right but it is it's it's something chemical going on in your body. Mm-hmm. It's not you. Mm-hmm. Ask for help. I just wanted to get that out there because there's a lot of... And if you are, if you have somebody in your life that is going through that, for, for you and me, Melinda, it's it's friends with kids who are having babies now because right. you and I are in our children are old enough to be in that phase where their, their friends are having babies and mm-hmm. stuff. But, you know, just grace and find time to, if you want to help, don't tell them what to do. <laughs> If you want to help, go and watch that baby for them and take them a meal and, and clean their house. and Don't take them a meal in pans that they have to wash and return to you. Just oh, a thought. <laughs> see, that's, that is, we should do like a whole thing on how to take a meal to somebody, right, right. the best way to take a meal to somebody. So, And the other thing is, you're not alone. I remember I could recognize if you've been through it and you see it, we're, mm-hmm. we're in this almost afraid to approach people and, and say, do you need help? Because you don't want to assume or anything. But I remember... After this had happened, I saw a woman in our Sunday school class, and she had just had a baby. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was holding the baby, and her eyes were just dead. There was just nothing there. And I took a chance and went up to her afterwards and said, I'm going to jump out off a limb here and say that you're having problems. You're probably feeling like you feel no love Uh, toward this baby right now. You're depressed. You're whatever. Let me tell you what I think this is, and please go to your doctor. And I saw the husband just kind of light up Perk like up. nodding his head yeah. going 
you know, but you're, yeah, yeah, you're, and, uh, she came up to me probably six weeks later after going to her doctor and said, you basically saved my life. I was very, very close to doing, you know, something very, you know, terrible Mm. to myself. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know, you know, what to do. So I, we are in this, we don't want to step out and get involved type thing. To get in somebody's business. And I think we've, we've kind of done ourselves a disservice too, by saying, don't say this to me or what not to say to this person yeah, or what, or, you know, and so we're so scared to say anything at all that it might be offensive or it might, you know, be too intrusive. Tell your own, especially if yeah. you have your own experience, maybe you just yes. go up to something going, I'm not, a, I'm, you know, I'm not saying this is what's happening. Yep. This is what happened to me. To me. Yeah. Um, and so, and I've done that on, you know, just private message. We, we don't need everything to be so public anymore. <laughs> to put it out on Facebook, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, just, yeah, just a word to young mothers out there. Yeah. Um, we see you, you are seen. Yes. And we feel yeah. for you mm. and it gets better. It does get better. So That's the hope much. is this is not forever. No, There's no, no, no. hope and there's help. Yes. And you are not And ask alone. for it. Yep. You tell me what this character flaw is in me. I think it's just rebellion. Um, oh, I thought that was an open-ended question where I could just list all your character flaws. I was going, well. Well, number one. Number one of 20. No. <laughs> hey, kidding. that, no. So I, totally kidding. I am self-aware in mm-hmm. the fact that I know I've got. You don't. I have lots of character flaws. We all character. do. Well, um, so I have this smartwatch. Yeah. And not a, not a Apple watch. It's, I'm a Galaxy girl. Mm-hmm. So I like the I like Samsung and Android, um, but it tells me if I've been sitting for too long. It'll say like time to get up, time to get moving, and I'm like I am working. Mind your business. Just that's what minute. I would tell it. And to. and then I, where it makes me mad is when I get up. I like I little literally have a a little bit of a like a flash of like shut up because when I get up and start walking it's like good job you yeah. did it great this is now awesome i feel like you're patronizing, you're patronizing me. <laughs> me that is what i feel like you're just patting me on the head look at you go i'm like you shut up watch i don't want to hear it from you yeah, i didn't get a- up and walk because you told me to i got up because i wanted to I so feel very similarly when my um iphone tells me how much screen time i've had <laughs> And I feel like I want to justify and say, now, wait a minute. I have been researching a gift for someone. And maybe it'll be something from Apple, but maybe not. And I do my Bible listening on my, of course, it probably doesn't include all that. It's so funny. It's like, no, you've just legitimately been on on your your phone for too long. But I know, what is it about? You know, I think that says maybe we don't take critique very well <laughs> or we don't take criticism. I, I feel like, I feel like the watch is being passive aggressive. I feel like there's something just like, I don't know it. I, there's something that it taps into for me that it's just triggering, I guess. And I'm just like, you, 
I didn't I stop patronizing me. I don't need you to tell me good job for walking. I have I actually um can identify with that uh-huh. because I if there is something I have a very annoying characteristic. If there's something I want somebody else to change and I can recognize them oh, yeah. myself a little bit. Yeah. I go and describe what, what I'm is. really doing wrong, hoping that maybe when they're listening, so talk about passive. That's like ultimately <laughs> passive. That is I sit passive. There yeah. and just totally beat myself down. And if I, you know, I look in their eye because I, I have this, mm. I think I have a superhuman yeah, yeah. ability to judge facial expression. Sure, yeah. So I look to see if there's any kind of, you know, pop of recognition yeah. or light going on in their face. And when there's absolutely none, then at the very end, I can get going, no, I was totally, what are you, I was talking about you, you're doing that. I mean, yes, I do it some, but you were supposed to light up going, oh my goodness, I do that too. What a total waste of a story I just fed you. Let's change together. (laughs) So are you saying that about yourself? Because that's what you want me to hear right now. That was totally... A legitimate no, Carrie. No, we're I healthier was, than that, aren't we? Yeah, we've got a. I don't need to be passive aggressive with you. I just. Um, but if you want to go back and listen to this podcast later, just do. No, I'm kidding. I would highly recommend it. Highly recommend you go listen to this podcast. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's so funny. I've already forgotten what we talk about on this podcast. It's just all good stuff. I know it was very informative. We talked about we had a guest. We had a guest on this podcast, didn't we? Uh, If he makes it in the cut, yeah. If he gets, if it, my son called an impromptu call. Yeah, and uh, so we we talked to Caleb. Hopefully, it will it will make it in, but we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, we talked about. Uh, after you have a baby and and postpartum depression, and we talked about passive aggressive technology. It's <laughs> <laughs> a random, really random. Uh, but I mean, that is a look also into our friendship. It yeah. just we just what is it called when you just go from one? It's not like chasing rabbits. There's like some medical term for it, like stream of consciousness or something like that. That's that's how that's we us. roll. That's how we roll. Hey, can I give you some really great encouragement from scripture? Oh, always. I like it is so. It just I don't think there will ever be a shortage of horrible things happening in the world for the news to report. It's just all horrible. It, it is. And you just have to turn it off. You really do just turn have to turn it, it off. off. And we will say that probably every podcast. <laughs> we, and that's why we make this podcast too, is because it's, it's, we just want you to disconnect for a few minutes from. It's in the name. It's in the name. <laughs> yeah. But this is one of my favorite verses that I have just discovered not too long ago. And I think it goes along with 
you know, what we were talking about with, with having postpartum depression, or if you have depression or anxiety, or you are just grieved over the state of the world, or something is, some crisis is happening in your life. This is Malachi 3, and this is actually from the message, because this is how I have memorized mm-hmm. it, and it's really close to how it is in the in the original but in verse 6, Malachi 3, 6, it says, I am God. Yes, I am. I haven't changed. And because I haven't changed, you, the descendants of Jacob, haven't been destroyed. I am God. Yes, I am. Yeah. If you are having a rough day or a rough week or a rough year or season or whatever that looks like for you, and you just need some encouragement, know that God never changes. He is, he does not change. He is the great I am, and he has got it all figured out. He didn't have to figure anything out because he had it all planned out. Nothing occurs to him. Nothing surprises him. So he sees you, and uh, and he loves you a lot. I love that. Yeah, there you go. And, and we always like to end with just wonderful the hope that we have yes when we're given all this because you know what it's people's job out there yeah (laughs) to get you to fear yes i mean oh we have we have uh you know we have satan working in the world also that that just wants you to fear things and be afraid yeah um but the hope that we have is that it's all i mean there's like no surprises nope uh, to God, and yeah. the plan has already happened. The yes. answer has already happened. <laughs> yep, yep. The hope has already happened. Yeah, and that is that Jesus loves you. You can't mess that up. 